Uh, we spent the first hour talking Browns. We're gonna pivot here and talk a little Cavs. We are now five days out from the end of the season, and I'm curious, guys, what you think <coughs> on this. When we look back at the 2022-2023 season in totality, maybe two years down the road, three years, four years, are we going to look at this season as a, eh, it was a fun young group that went through some growing pains, or are we going to look at it and say, my goodness, that was a disappointment? Man, I, uh, this, is, this is easy. Uh, if you just take the temperature of the people outside, they'll tell you exactly what was going on with that. Like, nobody's excited. This is one of the more, um, this is going to be one of the more unmemorable years out. Like, I can, I can look at, and just going back to it, I remember the seasons where, I, I remember 2018 more than I remember this year, right? I, re, I remember how LeBron, that to me was his best playoff performance in 2018 carrying the team when you play the Raptors you have a game winning jumpers just the way he carried them wet Boston game 7 2018 the 51 point game game one against the Warriors with KD come on man I remember all of that I remember the 266 wins more affectionately I remember the Cavs was the first team that was really starting to bench celebrations and everybody hated them I just remember that they was just winning. It didn't matter. They was winning every single night. They had a highlight and they had synchronized bench movements, right? I remember both of those seasons. This season, if you go walk down the street, people don't even like the Cavs right now. We got to let this blow by. This is like a bad relationship at this point. We got to let it get to the next season so we can be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm cool talking Cavs again. But people's hot about the way the, the season ended. This is not memorable at all. Time heals a lot of wounds, but not all the wounds. And I tend to agree with, with Garrett. I don't think this will be remembered fondly. I'm going to go with an angry face. Only be, Had they even gotten it to seven games against the Knicks, had they yeah. competed a little bit more, it's the way that it ended. It's the way that it was five games. It's the way that they got pushed around inside. It was the way that Donovan really sort of vanished in right. the series. And, and really, we have to let this play out and see what the next two to three years look like. Uh, you know, if... If he does stay, I know we spent a lot of time the last couple of days saying, I, I don't think, I think he's here one more year and they're going to have to trade him. Like, that's just what I think the reality is. But if for some reason he does stay, we may look back on this a little bit differently. Uh, but, you know, I don't think anyone looks back on 2018 with any sort of fondness, and that team went to the finals. Right. And, and so I certainly don't think a first-round exit in five games where they were <laughs> embarrassed most of those nights I don't think that's going to be looked at. No one cares about 51 wins. Like, nobody cares about it. They can trot it out there all they want, but it's it's not resonating with anybody. You won 44 last year. Last year really is, I think, the one where in a few years you may have some sort of fondness toward it because that was the first sign of emerging of they're back and they're ready to play. No, they didn't make the playoffs. They had a ton of injuries down the stretch. They lost the two play-in games. But that was the first feel-good moment of – emerging from the darkness so if anything that last year will be the year that I think is looked on finally a few years from now but I don't think it'll be this year um if they can take the mentality of every loss is a lesson and not a loss and they come back next year and get better and who's to say they can't make and get some more shooting this offseason and fix the bench I know I'm going on and on and saying if they can do all these things if they can do all these things and progress next year, and Donovan Mitchell shows up in the playoffs and things like that. I feel like this could be the season they look back as growing pains. Finally getting all the guys together, 
building that camaraderie and moving forward in the playoffs, they'll look back at this year in a positive light. So I don't know. I'm just being hopeful, and I really believe in Donovan Spider-Mitchell, so I believe next year will be better. So that's my take on it. Okay. That's a lot of ifs. Saved you for last, Brad. <laughs> okay. Well. Show the happy face. Show the happy face. Show my happy face. There it is. Yeah. There we go. There it is right there. That's yeah. creepy. That's that creepy. <laughs> Like, like yes, <laughs> hell no, we won't because go. Because it's, it's like <laughs> real <laughs> unrealistic. So, like. so, so here, let me, let's not undermine. I'm not saying this because I, I do radio for them, right? The 51 wins is not to be sneezed at. That is a marking point in this league, always has been, right? So that's not to be undermined. Regular season went well. We won't sit here today and tell you the postseason went well. It did not go well. And it was it far underachieved what I think everybody was trying to to uh, get their head around. They thought we had a chance only to find out we didn't really have a chance. What it should do in the process and pecking order of where the Cavaliers are is this is a part of the piece of trying to get better. The only problem was that it was on front street and everybody saw it. So we're missing some pieces here that, and there's no longer a way that you cannot address this. It has to be addressed. And then I was, I was telling somebody in the gym last night, G, and, and, you know, I heard you on radio on Saturday, right? He comes in and says, you gave him the business. Right. <laughs> I gave him said, the work. I said, so here's the story, right? I don't know one general manager who has sat out here and said when they're going to make some changes to come out and tell you they're going to make changes, right? They're all going to tell you the same thing. Everything went well. Here's the deal. Because they saw the same things you saw. Believe that, right? Don't think they're not underselling it. But they're not going to address it right here in front of everyone right now. We'll let everybody get out of here and figure out what we, because we have to get better. Did the Cavaliers improve from the year before? They, they definitely did, right? But they wasn't ready for prime time with the others, right? Because there were some things missing and everybody saw it, right? Because, and I think the young players, and I won't just scoot it off on young players, there's a difference between regular season and the playoffs. There's a major difference. It's between night and day, right? And if you've been in that league, you will know it. You will learn it. And it's the only way you can get it in your head is you have to learn it. It's a lesson taught. Because everybody that walked out of that gym on that last day, they should be in a gym within another week. They're in Cancun. Trying to put themselves at That's what you're going to find out, boo. If they're in Aruba, yeah. Bahamas, San Tropez, right? There's a number of places we I mean, can let go. Me, let me start. It was a long season. They do deserve a... a you got some self-reflection here. Absolutely. Because what, what they did not see is this is what you did not see. And, Jay, you tell me if I'm mistaken here. That last day, everybody was waiting for somebody to say, get ye behind me. And nobody did that. But if you turned on Philly, Harden did it Harden last did it. night. You turned on Miami. Jimmy Butler was there like, you get ye behind me. You get to go to state. Steph Curry was like, what? I you get ye behind me. Well, I that's need, what Donovan was here for. All right. I, I need, said, so there is that learning curve that has to occur. So Donovan Mitchell, I'm not, this is not, we ain't moving on from that. But what we have to do, if you do not have, that's the thing we have to check for. Is that embedded in this team? And if it's not, you have to go out and get a couple people that understand what that means. 
See, I, I like I like being clear about the vision and, and making it clear about what it is. Even the Bible talks about making the, clear, the vision clear. You got to write it down so people understand it, so you can self-manifest that into the physical. See how you go. See, see, go. see when, I, when you say, hey, get behind me, right? You know that. JB's supposed to know that, right? Why mm -hmm. don't you say, listen, he, turn, get you a tape and put every, all these teams. He said, guys, these are teams we're playing with. Yeah. These are teams that's in the playoffs. These are teams that we are part of, right? Because we put ourselves in position to do that in the regular season. Right. Now, let me show you this. See, this is this is Steph Curry. Which one of y'all is going to do what Steph did? You see, that's a 51. He, This is a possession where he wasn't going to let him not score. There you go. James Harden. You see how he's pulling up like that? James Harden, he said he wasn't going to let it go down like that. You see what LeBron did, the 20 and 20. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you ain't got to give me 40. But you see the you see the assertiveness. Do you see? These are the, the pillars of our NBA. And if we want to go where they've been, because they got the jewelry, sometimes you're going to have to learn from looking at somebody instead of taking that L yourself. Like, if I could watch somebody else that came before me, I'm like, man, this dude took that L because he wasn't moldable. He wasn't adaptable. He didn't work well with his people. He was he was contentious. And then I get here and then I do the same thing as him. And then I'm like, well, I'm just young. I got to learn. No, sometimes you can learn without taking that L. And I think in the playoffs, JB and, and the coaching staff and the players could have said, even Donovan Mitchell, Donovan, you supposed to, you should have been telling these guys, hey, look, that Jalen Brunson dude, he gave me that work last year. Let me cut this up for you, Darius. This is how I got touched up last year. I refuse to let it happen this year, and I ain't going to let him do that to you, so I'm going to prepare you. We're going to get it together so we know what we got to do. But guess what? They walked into it, and, and they almost expected it. Because if you say, if you manifest, right, what you say in this world. So if you manifest and you say all the time, I'm young, it's okay. I'm young, it's okay. We gonna lose, I gotta learn. What you think is gonna happen? You think you gonna come out there and play and, and do something different than what you've been manifesting? No, you gonna play young, you gonna have young turnovers and you have a mentality that that's okay. And I'm not saying that it's the end of the world, but what I am saying is sometimes in your life, you can you can have an opportunity right in front of you. And the good teams and the smart people going to take advantage of it. The other one's going to squander it away. And if you look at it, the Cavs, to, in my opinion, have a better roster, more talent than the Heat, more, more talent than the Knicks. And they could have had an opportunity to be in the Eastern Conference final and then take that that magnitude gotcha. and really well, multiply well, it. I, I'm, I'm not sure they had a chance to get to the Eastern Conference Final, right? The goal was trying to get to the second round, right? Because all those people that we just named, there were some lessons learned. James Harden just learned some lessons along the way. He took right? a lot of those. Steph Curry learned some lessons along the way, right? Everybody in here had to... Jimmy Butler was kicked around a number of times before he ended up in Miami, correct? Mm -hmm. Right, so the Miami Jimmy Butler is different than the Philly Dim, uh, Jimmy Butler or the Minnesota right? one, right? Or they the Minnesota good versions, right? But here, there's lessons learned, and guess what? Those that learn the lessons, they improve. Magic Johnson, you remember when they were going to run, get ready to run Magic Johnson out of LA? Mm -hmm. He had to learn a lesson, right? I, only thing I'll say to counter that is Donovan Mitchell should have learned. Well, some lessons in Utah. Well, we don't know. This wasn't his first appearance, and the reason why our expectations are so high is because we've seen him be great in the playoffs and have great performances before. And we was so well, that's why we thought with him coming to a team with another great player in the backcourt with him, right. a, uh, a great frontcourt, we thought he would be better. 
and it didn't happen. So something is missing, but we were looking for that peak spider performance and we didn't get it. And that's why we're scrambling right the now. The one thing I'll tell you is this, that Utah is a funny place, right? Okay. You don't know what lessons are learned. Utah, right? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being, I'm not, I'm not hating on Utah. Shout but, out to Mitt right. Romney. Uh, you don't know what, what lessons I learned out here, right? Because, <laughs> the, because here, I'm not sure that people in Utah have ever held anybody accountable for anything that went sour out there. Even Malone and Stockton when they didn't yeah. deliver, right? This is here. Donovan Mitchell, you gotta go back. There's some self-reflection here because the stage was set for Donovan. I'm in New York. I'm going home. This is about to be showtime up in here. And from all appearances, that did not occur. So now the in the ethos out here, people are thinking that you recoiled from the from the event. You recoiled from from the atmosphere. You didn't deliver. You didn't show up. So now you got to battle back against that now because people now, when you look at them, gee, what kind of look they give you on the street? Yeah, that, they, no, they, 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 I'm cool mm, on the cat. They look, they, listen, this, this, it's a bad taste in their mouth a little bit. Like, uh, I don't know about these calves. I will say this, though. I, I'm going to say this. There was one person we have not talked about, and uh, that that's one Evan Mobley, Jason. I'm going to tell you what. For me, as I simulate this this whole little simulation for three three years or two years left or whatever we got, the one thing that I liked about what you said and what you printed out there was, you know, when you have time and when you talk about the the value of time, time's not guaranteed to anybody, nope. right? And when you start talking about that timetable and that shrinking and from a two to a one to a, you got decisions to make. All of a sudden, it puts a little urgency on people. And for me, when I look at a guy like Evan Mobley. Like, we sit here and talk doom and gloom, right? But if Evan Mobley come back and he can shoot 32, 33% from the three-point line, he now has a 15 to 17 consistent foot jumper where he's shooting at it, but maybe 60%, 55%. He's, he's raising his free throw average up to maybe somewhere around 78, 70, almost 80%. And plus, he now can put the ball on, on the ground three dribbles. All of a sudden... You see his totals go up to 20, 21 a game, 12 boards, 13 rebounds. If they get there, they right back in contention. They can hang with anybody in the league. No yeah, sure. I mean, Evan regresses a three-point shooter this year, and that's, that's really concerning. He was down to 21% this year, so even to get to the 32 you're talking about would be Crazy. A, a massive leap in one offseason. I think eventually he can get there. I don't know if you can get there in one year. And you certainly can't count on that. You can't go into next year saying, okay, well, he's going to shoot 32%. Well, we have no evidence of that whatsoever. I don't care how many shots he takes in the summertime. You hope, but I don't know. But if, but if he eventually gets to that, it unlocks a lot of things that they can do. When your center can stretch the floor, we've seen it. We go, go watch Denver with Jokic and all the different things Jokic can do. If you can get those minutes with Evan at center when Jarrett's not on the floor, put four shooters around him you can be lethal offensively, but this team as presently constructed is a long way from that. Here, let me, let me, let me, let me I, I, I've been saying this and it's, uh, to you guys early, early, early this year. It's driving me nuts, right? He's not that. <laughs> and, he's it's, that. and it's okay, right? So you're not that guy, pal. No, he's not that. Here. <laughs> you're not that guy. He's pal. a guy that's 15 in. That's a guy. That's who he is, right? Jason, he can't do what I did. He can't bring it on the bounce. He can't pull up from deep. That's not. Have have we seen people? That's not it. Have we seen? Have, but haven't we seen people get that? 
Lori Marketing. Got that. No, no. You look at it, Lori Marketing's game. His game can tell you that the way he plays, he could do that. It was it, you say you it's say, not in that he had his his bag of tricks was a little bit you different. Can, and, and you have to be a student of this game. You can see and you and here. Can people get better? Yes, but there's certain inherent traits that you need to be able to do certain things, right? I ain't going down there fooling around with Shaq. Then I ain't gonna be able to do that, right? But Shaq ain't gonna step out here. I can cross you up on his bounce, right? It's a different. He's he not built like that. When you look at the way he plays, it's straight up and down. Yeah, he's a linear player. But no, I ain't just saying linear. That's how he got up, rooted up under that goal because he couldn't get down. You have to be low man wins here. I think I think he can gain twenty pounds. I, twenty pounds is one thing. It's not just the weight. It's leverage here. It's how you attack. Charles Oakley couldn't jump two foot off the ground. Mm-hmm. But he gets you up under that goal and get you out the way, mm -hmm. and you wasn't gonna get the ball from him, right? So it ain't about your athletic ability all the time; it's how you play. If Evan doesn't develop more range, they're gonna have to make a decision between Jarrett and Evan because it's untenable. I think it's untenable. Jason, I you're on the spot on. I said that yesterday in the gym. This is this is what we're talking about now because you thought I had something different. When I saw that playoff, I'm like, well, maybe well, I don't have what I well, thought I have here. Well, let me give you this. Well, here's the thing. Well, I've already, in my heart of hearts, I didn't already made the decision. I already, like, I know for a fact that who's your best trade asset? It's Mobley. Mobley. Yeah, but he's not. Yes, but he's not moving. Not going. They're, they're not moving him. So yeah. you can't move Mitchell because you be admitted you made a mistake. Right. And you can't trade Darius Garland. No. Mm -mm. So your best trade asset is Jared Allen. Now, if I'm looking at it from a standpoint, I can make Evan Mobley's game more tenable if Jared Allen wasn't there because now he has more room to grow. Yeah. Because now, instead of that 15 footer, if he's not going to take him going to the basket, ain't nobody else under there. I'm going to take you further. What if I what if I position Jared uh, 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 Evan Mobley with a power dude that was inside, right? To clean up the mess, that gives Evan a chance to come in and do his thing, right? The spacing still will be bad, though. No, no, but you gotta have somebody housing that thing down low. You have to somebody can clear it out. So, you, but so I'm not sure that you'll be able to do that with those two, mm -hmm. right? So now you're looking at scrap heap people, Boogie Cousins, my man in Chicago that was here once before. This is the kind of people you're looking at now, right? You're going to need a big root, uh, a guy that can root it out inside to give Evan Mobley the room to operate. But so, who's the center to, to, of New York? To, uh, uh, Robinson. So you're saying somebody like that? So like, Robinson, you see Robinson, Robinson, his, his whole thing was what? Yeah. He cleaned out the house underneath, right? It wasn't like he was killing you. No. But he, he, negated, he negated all their assets, right? Because he was able to do what? Get you <laughs> up out of there. This, this is kind of, this is kind of strange. This, this hit me. Um, because here's what's gonna happen, and, and I'm just looking at at the simulation, because you know when you when you extrapolate this thing forward, <laughs> some people have always already said, you know, the pairing of Donovan Mitchell and the pairing of one uh, Darius Garland. Yeah. Now look, I said this this was funny. Me and me and McNuggets was on the stream, and he said, "G. Bush, why you say that? What have what you <laughs> said? said? Why you say that? What I said, look." Well, look, bro. I, I said once at one point during the season we looked at this and we 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 poo pooed this. We threw it away. 
I said, uh, everyone asked, would you trade Darius Garland for Damian Lillard? And everybody said no. Y'all laughed me out the building when I we, the I, we laughed him out of the building. I half-heartedly said, I guarantee that people would look at that trade a little more seriously. I think people do, re, why? Because what what does what does Damian Lillard have? No, no, no. What has <laughs> Damian Lillard showed you that was missing in that series? I oh, the all oh, oh, the all oh, no I hell no I ain't going out like that. Get ye behind me. Yeah, he, he got that. <laughs> Now, Jason, you know, Jason, you know, I, I, you're the basketball dude. Uh, I think that I was, I would seriously look at that move. Would you, would you, do you feel, and this is just, this is just hypothetical. We don't want to get you back into trouble because you done already messed the Donovan Mitchell thing up. You done messed it up. Now, now you're about to go to the Darius, <laughs> what you, what the you Darius Garland. Now listen. What did you do? The, the, like, I told the truth. <laughs> what did you the, say? I told the truth. <laughs> what did you, know, you say? They're gonna have to trade him after next year. He's yeah. got two years of control left. He ain't gonna like that. True, true hurts. Like let that. me get Boogie. Let me get back. Day, I'm Damian Lillard for for Darius Garland. I'd consider that heavily. No, I would consider it for a rental. I would consider it. You're gonna. You're shortening your. Yeah, your window. window. Your the window. window is already short. You just told no, it's me. Not. You told me no, it was not. short. No, if they got to get rid of Donovan Mitchell, it's already short. So now, but you still have Darius and Evan under control for a really long time. Okay. So you're, but if, now if you're moving on from Darius, now you're really putting yourself in a must-win. Like you've taken what should be a five, six, seven-year window, and you've condensed it to one. So throw the window out on a on a strictly basketball player-for-player player move. Oh, is that team better for one year? Yeah. For one year, yeah. It's What's the better. ceiling? I don't know because you're still playing two little guards, and he's played with a little guard in Portland and never went anywhere. Yeah, he's still so. Small I, so is it better? Yeah, I think it's better, but I don't think you're a championship. Contender. I don't think I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not moved by the fact that you say little guards, right? I mean, little guards have won in this league before. Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumas, they weren't big. We were saying he didn't do good with with CJ. They never. Well, they the, never reached. No, we got to a Western Conference well, Finals, but, 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 they but never... Portland is not constructed like that. They're just not. They were like they banked all behind uh, Damian Lillard, yeah, but they had a good bid. There's some similarities. Who they was had a good, good bid? Uh, what's uh, his N- name? Nurkic. 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 All right. I mean, he ain't no showstopper. He's not. Nurkic isn't better than Mobley. No, I take I take up Mobley over Nurkic. I would. Because the long, the long, that's actually kind of close. Yeah, I, 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 the, I, I, the, the long run. It's actually kind of close. I don't the, know. Like the if long, I'm thinking about I, it, I, the long nurse, nurse is who he is. Every Mobley has some bandwidth here. But you said but you just said you he ain't going to go. No, good. no. You I just said you, said you didn't take, like him. You have to take him and pair him with somebody, right? The two pair down there to me, I'm not sure that's going to help you going forward, because the things that. Are needed in the in the regular season are one thing, it worked well, right? Because every day other day I'm going to Philly, I'm going to Atlanta. I don't have time to prepare for you. I think you had, you had uh, Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. He was prepared. He was. He was prepared. I I I, I look at I look at uh, my thing is this. I'm 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 analyzing and I'm looking at Darius Garland. My I, I need to figure out, and I think the Cavs need to figure out is Darius Garland. If they want to say this is a window, is Darius Garland the best person on the championship team? That's a legitimate question. 
You, know, you know the answer to that, didn't you? No, here, because no. where we where we are now is, but where we are now is, I think that everything is on the table. You yeah. have to assess. There's a reality in this business. You have to assess where you are. You can't drink your own Kool Aid here. And I do hope I have it, <laughs> or do I don't? And if I don't have it, can I get it? Because there's there's a lot of teams, and and, and this is the, you know this. The, the way you, the way you think about a basketball roster and a football roster is two totally different two different teams. rosters because when you talk about basketball you can have a really good team you can have nice pieces you can have people that bought in that play the way you want to play and you just sit there one day in the off season and and then you get to be the Dallas Mavericks to say I don't know what I, I don't I, we was just in the Western Conference Finals uh, we lost Brunson bring Kyrie in now we're screwed. Now they got to re almost rebuild it again. You see what I'm yeah. saying with Luca. It's like Minnesota. It's so fragile roster. Every GM will tell you roster construction is so fragile and you think you've got it and then the next year it's mm -hmm. gone. It's so there's no it, it's not fantasy basketball where are right, we're going to that guy can shoot. Let's put him in, but then it disrupts the locker room. It's just it, it's not it's so much more complicated than just the, like the like you said the Minnesota with Jimmy Butler. When they did that, I'm thinking, oh, Minnesota's here. And no, mm -mm. they weren't. Minnesota, he, Jimmy Butler gets there, and mm -mm. It, him and Carl Anthony Towns in the in infamous practice where mm -hmm. it just was untenable. And then you put the fact that Tibbs was the coach of that team. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, how did that not work? And, it, and, and this is the thing that I always that I look at in basketball, and I think the Cavs are there. Go back, look at the Hawks. The Hawks, a couple years ago, Overachieved, went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They got there, they lost. Now next year, the, the expectations are huge, right? They, do you expect Trey Young to be Steph Curry esque? You expect those guys to go there. However, it didn't get there. Then you have this panic move. I'm going to say panic move, but you you go and say, okay, well we need to go out here and get <clears throat> Dejounte Murray. Did that really necessarily work to the level they want? Probably not. Mm -mm. But here's the thing. I think the Cavs, is it an extra over-the-top panic? No. No. But here's the thought process. You do have to look at the, the way the roster is constructed and say, is Darius Garland the guy if, if you don't have a Donovan Mitchell? And can Evan Mobley actually get to the lofty status that we thought he could get to? Because that, that definitely changes the way we think about the Cavs roster, does it not? Yeah, I mean, I have no... Evan's going to get to where Evan's going to get. I, I still think he's number one on a championship team. It's hard for the point guard to be that guy. It's not impossible, but it's hard. Darius is just fine in the role that he's in. I would not touch either one of those two guys and just let this thing play out. Now, the Donovan thing, it is what it is. You know, I'm on record. I know what I think is going to happen, how that's going to go. But they'll still have other pieces to keep that window open. I bet you created a firestorm, didn't you? Uh, they, the internet was on fire. Was it a firestorm? But, but, but first of all. Just told the truth. <laughs> Hey, Mikey McNuggets, man. What up? Hey, you gonna you gonna give us something? Yeah, yeah it's twelve twenty-eight, which means it's officially the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And as always, the lunch hour of UCSS is brought to us by Colleg Racing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. While we get our next guest situated, I want to remind everybody about the membership tiers here of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show for a buck ninety-nine a month. You can be a starters tier member that gets you loyalty badges custom emojis yeah, and members job, only community yes, posts and then for the big ballers out there for 4.99 a month that gets you all those same stutter tier perks plus 
overtime videos, member shout outs, discount codes for merch, and much, much, much more. Today's overtime content some AI generated NFL mascots. It's going to scare the crap out of you. We're going to laugh about that. And joining us now is Darius Victor from the New Jersey Generals of the USFL. The USFL is going on right now. Amazing spring <laughs> action. Oh, I got a cramp. Family oh, I got a cramp. Family fun for leg. 10 bucks. Oh, Check him out. I think Jason pulled his ankle. Oh. Jason is now on set with four collegiate athletes. Medic. Medic. You okay, Jason? He, oh. he called a cramp. Someone called 911. You hey, know. there are six people on the show right now, and Jason's the only non-athlete. Yeah, he just cramped up to No, seriously, Darius Victor, the 2020 USFL Offensive Player of the Year, joining us now. What's up, What's Darius? What's up, man? How you doing? What's going hey, on? Y'all having me? First and foremost, man, we got to get to it, man. Go back to that clip. First and foremost, <laughs> can we show? Uh, can we go show back to the clip? Back? No, come on with the clip. Can we start with the clip? Y'all go delete all that. Start with the clip. This cat gave him that business. Man. Take it full. Darius, walk us through this play. Ah, uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, y'all going to get me in trouble, man. But got a little counter going on. Uh, guard pulling wide. I see a hole. Someone's in the hole. Oh, waiting for you in the hole. My job is to win my one-on-one matchups, and I guess it's just football. It's Did you say anything when play. you got up? Did you say anything? No, nah, I just laugh because I'm I'm fat and I'm too tired to be talking trash. So, so I usually just you make a lot of noises. So, but no, nah, I just okay. We've seen it enough. Nuggets, <laughs> cut it off. Big Nuggets, he don't hey. talk for two minutes. The clip still rolling. Love he ain't even on screen. Cut it off. <laughs> Sorry, man. Jesus so, Christ. So, so you uh. You said you weigh a lot, man. Listen, you you got a, a low center of gravity. How much you how much you officially weigh? No, I weigh 230. I don't know. They got me on paper as 59209. I never been neither in my life. So <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but I am 59230. That's that's the real number. That's the real yeah, number. Yeah, he got you. That's you, crazy. you, you yeah, if y'all see y'all can't know. And then, pause. I'm not gonna be talking about that in his thighs. Um, but nah, it looked like he just do. He got you know how you do leg day once every two weeks. He looked like he got four leg days. Like hey, you yo. got four. You look <laughs> like he maxes out calves. Like this dude is out here moving around. Uh, what would you say is your running style? Ah, uh, I think I'm pretty balanced. Most people wouldn't say that though because they see I'm big and I. I think I just run through people, but I got pretty good vision, got hands out the backfield. I think I'm pretty complete, but if you had, let me tell it, I'm balanced, I'm well-rounded, but if you let everyone else tell it, I'm just a downhill, straight-line runner, so. And, and as you see Bookie's face, uh, is this they, a Heisman ceremony speech? <laughs> Why every time he talks, a different highlight is up on the screen? And you got I don't been here two shows, not this many highlights. Hold on, McNuggets. Let me find out. You, let me find out you're a generals fan. Hey, look, look at him now. He got the whole screen. Look he, at this. He let's wouldn't just, be wrong. Be let's just sit back fan. and watch you. Come on. All right, there you go. See, there you go, Boogie. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, there you go. Hey man, I'm glad to see. Oh, you got Ooh, I'm tired. I can tell you're tired. That's the. And actually, Darius, walk me through this play real quick. This is this is Boogie in practice. Wow. Let me see that. Oh. Oh, oh my Is God. he catching punts? So, oh. That that looks about right. The look at this. Hold on, look, hold on, hold on. Look, watch see. this, watch this, watch this. It's, it's, hold on. Let me see. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I must say, the the catch, poor execution. It's hard to catch uh, in the bubble. I don't want to. I understand, but listen, I'll give you this, though. That was a nice little cut. Looked like you knew what you was doing. For yeah, like I played Madden a little bit. 0.3 seconds. You knew, looked like you knew what you was doing right there. Look right there. Boom. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. 
I so, like that one. So do you guys? So you guys are all playing um, are all the home games in Canton. Yes, sir. So do you guys? Yeah, I think y'all got like a village or something. Like, do y'all meet up? Hang out? Hang out? Is there any like fraternizing amongst the squads? Y'all, do y'all kick it, play video games. What are you? What y'all doing over there? Uh, not really, because yeah. we kind of practice on two different schedules. But yeah. um, we take pride in our hub. Like, yeah, we both went to uh, Ford Field, Michigan this last, and we both won. So we won first, and as we were leaving the field, they were walking on the field. We all, they like, oh, congratulations. We like, yeah. go go get us one, put on for the hub. So until we playing each other. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you, so you, you know got, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was rooting for them like I played for them. Yeah, so it's so. just, that's that mutual respect thing, uh, just trying to put on for Canton. So shout out to the Pittsburgh for getting that win, man. I was proud of you guys, man. We finna get, keep it going. That's what's up. That's, that's kind of fire, man. Like, like so uh, when you look at that, so there's other hubs, there's other like blocks. Yeah. Like there's other cats. What other blocks do they got? Are they here or are they located other different other places? Other places. You got Michigan, Memphis, and then Birmingham. Oh, yes, wow. Sir. Okay. So they they got they got y'all scheduled in different spots. So that's man. I, yeah, I, I ain't trying to go to the Birmingham one. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm straight. Away. Have you can't you ain't caught a game yet? When you coming down? What time? When do when do y'all y'all play on majority Sundays, right? Yeah, I think I this will be our last because we're the first four Sunday. Then I think we go to Saturday. I don't. I'm not sure about that. We play all on Sundays. So I I, if you, I think you guys, I'm gonna get to a game. I'm gonna get to the game um, in the next couple of weeks. Usually, usually I go to Canton because uh, my mom makes me go. Like she has this thing <laughs> where she be like, "Hey, you gonna show up." Like she'll just make a cookout, and I have to show up if I ain't there in a, in a timely fashion. So you know how moms do cookouts and joints ready, ready to go. Um, when you talk about the USFL, and then I asked Boogie this question: um, What made you choose the USFL over the XFL? Because those are two competing leagues, and you know you see those old guys on TV, and you see you guys on TV. What made you choose at USFL over XFL? Honestly, uh, just that family. I already had teammates. I already been established. Uh, I feel like it's like running away from your family. Like I grew up with these guys. We had a whole complete season. Just mm -hmm. the success and the great football that the USFL put out. I feel like I would be crazy to to run away from that. And it's just a great, 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 great setup, great um, opportunity. And that's why I chose USFL over XFL any day of the week. Hmm. Any that's, day. Of that's the week. that's awesome. Um, when you look at you, you take a look at the USFL, and I asked Boogie this question and. and it turned into a whole thing. I said, you know, what do you do? You know, what do you guys do in the off season? You know, to you know maintain yourself, or do you have other work you do? And this dude was just like, yeah, I got, I got, I got. I've been in a movie. I've been in uh, uh, oh, yeah. films. I got three <laughs> or four acting gigs. I got a joint with Rihanna. I'm looking at this dude like this is crazy. He's a man for sure. Like for sure. What are what are some of the things that you do in the off season? And do you have any other interests outside of football? And when football's over, what are some things that you look to do? I work for the Department of State. Uh, I'm a UPO, uh, Uniform Police Officer with the Department of State. But I also love solving riddles, uh, Candy Crush, watching <laughs> movies, uh, slow walks on the beach. I live in Miami, so all those things I enjoy doing slow so walks, much. You slow walks on the beach? I, I, listen, I love walking. I hate running. I play running back, so I hate running. Anything that I got to go fast That's not like heavy, a I hate profile. it. Like slow walks on the beach. Oh, yeah. Like that's a that's, thing. That's what, I'm an open book. Look, <laughs> he got a couple swipes in him somewhere. He, uh, yeah. I'm an open book, man. He's smooth with that. That was a cold uh, intro. Like, slow right? walks on the beach. I live in Miami. I'm a running back, but I like walking. You feel me? Yeah, he cold. I'm just being honest with you, man. 
That's crazy. Uh, so what did you get? So you the you, you you was like the offensive player of the year, right? Yes, sir. What you get? You get a trophy or something for that? <laughs> nah, I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't get a trophy. I got a lot of respect though. Guys, <laughs> guys like Big Boogie here, you know, acknowledge me. Did they give you some chips? No, nah, I didn't even get that. Just oh, I got, a, I got a few followers. Uh, so I appreciate that. Hey, listen, listen, we didn't have Moose Johnson on. Hey, hey, Moose, hey, listen, come on, man. Step your game up, bro. Listen, you got these boys. You at least got to give them a trophy. Tyber still is taking this trophy around. That is a big thing. We need to. That's a nice formation, by the way, too. I like that. Old school. Yeah, I, I like, like that. that. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, that's. So when you looked at the USFL and right now, what? Who's in first place? Uh, I think in the north we are New Jersey Generals, and in the south, uh, New, New Orleans. New Orleans is. Yeah. Yeah. We. 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 Oh yeah, I'll, mm. I'll putting up some points. Mm. That's forty-five it. points. That's that, that's all right. I, I will say that the development. I, I think this, in the second year, um, in the second year, there has been more development of the offense. I remember, I think the first year when I, and I watched a bunch of the games the first year, um, it looked like the offense took a little bit of time to get going. Um, do you find it now that you know got you guys working with people the second year, working with the same? Um, individuals and may, maybe some, sometimes the same coaches. You think that's helped that that product out a lot? Oh, definitely. As an offense, having the same staff, same coach playbook, just like picking up where you left off. It might be a little word here, or there, a little ad, but majority, all the whole offense was already in, and most of our guys came back. So, for offense, it was pretty much easy just pick up where we left off. Did you get any interest from uh, the NFL after the I had a, play of the year? I had a few calls. I had a workout with the Saints. I was with the Saints in 2017. I had a great workout. They gave me a physical, said they would sign me if someone gets hurt, but I've heard that before. But, you know, just controlling what I control. Be ready for the call if it happens. And if you – so let me give you – so you got – when would your season officially end? Like – Hopefully in July, July third. Hopefully it's a championship game. That's when our season ends, July third. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so so, so it's, it's July third. Yeah. How is that? So you're gonna go July third, right? So uh -huh. you've been, you've gone through conditioning, you've gone through training camps, you've gone through a whole season in the playoffs. You get a call from a pro team. You go right back to camp. Oh, for sure. Like how? Like how was that? How do you prepare your body for something like that? Like that's crazy. The, the thought process behind that is we're already in shape and getting yeah. ready, as opposed to a young guy that's coming in. You don't know what they've been doing on their break. They could have been, oh, I got drafted, or right, right. I'm on yeah. a team. Let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Miami. Go partying while we're in season. We're working. We're already in that football mode. So we hope that um, when that time comes. USFL guys are already ready yeah. as opposed to guys on the street. Right. They might not be in shape and things like that. So when we finish, I think there's a three week or two week gap team before teams have to start back reporting. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that's when the USFL guys get the call. Yeah, speaking on that, I got a few comments like when I came in the building with the Saints, oh Vito, you should already be in shape. Like they already expect and it right. was I was in shape. I was already ready to go. So like Boogie said, we're already in it and you just stay in it. So beneficial. What, what's the difference? between the USFL and the NFL. You've been in NFL camps. Yeah. What's is it the speed, the size, where's the biggest difference? I honestly think it's just the money and the amount of fans that watch. Everything else is pretty much the same. Couple uh few rule shifts, but um other than that, 5 yards is still 5 yards. You still got big athletic guys like Boogie trying to take you out. Pretty much the same thing. Football is football. I, I think the only slight difference is just the quarterback play. There's some elite quarterbacks, yeah. but 
the skill positions, interior, and all that. Pretty so much you think the same. skill positions in the, in oh, the yeah. NFL Absolutely. and the USFL are equivalent? Absolutely. It's obviously there's some handful of guys that are Elite, better than others, right, but right, the right. mass majority are, are just in that, the same. In that little pocket. Okay, yeah, I got for you. Sure. For wow. Sure. Um, this is crazy. Like when you talk about the USFL, and I thought about it. Um, if you were, say, for instance, a, a high school kid, um, would you consider if, if high school kids say, "Look, I'm trying to go. To, I want to get paid today," and they were five-star kid, they decided, you know, maybe place a position not in the trenches because in the trenches it could be, you know, still grown men down there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a huge leap between 18 and grown man. Right. But if you're a receiver, if you're a DB. You know, could you forever envision a guy coming down and being like, I'm going to just go from high school and just get right to the USFL? I'm not going to lie. With that money, that NIL money they give in colleges yeah, today, like, <laughs> I love the USFL. I'm pro USFL all day. I'm not touching. If I can go sit in college and get NIL money as opposed to coming to um, the USFL, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm taking that money. But everybody's path is different. There mm-hmm. might be a fringe guy who believes he has the talent, he might not have a big NIL deal and wants to go test the waters. That's when I can see the USFL going to poach, poach those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say uh, stay in school, get your education. That's that's what I would say. But I mean, it's tough. It's not like it's a walk in the park. Now you still got professional athletes. That mm-hmm. It's hard. It's guys that made in the league and get cut in USFL. So I mean, it's all about opportunity, and if it makes sense for you. But that's something you will have to figure out yourself with your family and stuff like that. But I and, and so talk about that mentality a little bit like I feel like if you play in the USFL or you doing that like that's the trenches like that's like you know it, that's like when you gotta be you gotta really actually love the game and you gotta really be about trying to make that ultimate goal because I don't think that you could be down there playing around if if you ain't really trying to get it I think you got to have some type of goals, especially devoting your time and all and all your energy to doing anything, even if it's acting or you know playing professional football. So you have to be devoted in some way. You got to have some type of goal and work towards it, whether it's just to play football on TV or feed your family or make it to the NFL. Whatever it is, you have to be goal driven and, and stay consistent because it's not easy. Everyone can't do it. You're still part of the two percent because it's thousands and thousands yeah. of young men that want your your spot. So and you just got to want it and, and go after it. Darius, when we were setting this up, the USFL sent me a couple of links to uh, do some research on okay. you, and it said you squat 650 pounds. I, I've I've done that before. Um, I don't really lift no more. My my thighs, <laughs> my thighs are big enough. So I uh, my my thing now is is to be fast, be be as quick as possible. Um, but yeah, I've I've lifted a lot of weight in my past life for sure. Do you feel like you beat the gym? Like, have you? Officially, if you if you're too strong, your thighs are too big. You just beat the gym. Is that how, how it feels? It, it's gotten to a point that I had to like stop doing curls in, in college because my arms are kind of short, mm-hmm. and the ball wouldn't fit comfortable in, in my arms. So like I've gotten to a point like okay, I don't really need this. So I wouldn't wow. say you always can improve and maintain, but I think I've defeated the gym, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most you squat? Must like be 650? nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. What's Chubb? What did Chubb squat? Oh, he, do we know? Six. He, he, 50 I think right around. Yeah, there? I think he just repped that twice. Chubb's different now. He's he's yeah. an animal. He likes lifting though. I could tell because he's still doing it on his There's, spare what, time. What NFL backs do you kind of not necessarily modern game active? What, who do you enjoy watching? I think the best back in the league is Nick Chubb. Honestly, um, 
Nick Chubb. Uh, I like Alvin. I like Dalvin. I like guys like that that could make something out of nothing and always a home run hitter type of thing. See, I'm, I'm, let's get to this, man. I was I, I forgot to ask y'all, right? So usually I have, you know, we have athletes. We have <coughs> Phil Taylor in. We've had CC Zabafia in the building. So we ask him all the time. I even asked Brad. He told me, hey, you can't be asking me everything. I'm mean, still asking him questions, <laughs> you know. So what, because I be seeing y'all. I didn't see two of y'all pull up here with the Balenciagas on, and I'm, I'm confused. That's twice that I see Boogie had him on, too. Maybe y'all got him on the same. Y'all, y- y'all, maybe it's the Canton trip. Now, the can- the Balenciagas, I see you see him got him on, too, right? Yeah, them, the, like, yeah, them is fly. Them is fire. He got the essentials they old, on. They old, they he got old. the essentials. That's their offensive player of the year yeah, money. Yeah, listen, money. I, that, that's why I asked him. Because uh, you technically are professional athletes, right? Yes. How they get a camera? Do- yeah, yeah, we got cameras all up on the Hey, McNuggets, you a fool. What is the what is the what is the what is the dumbest thing you've purchased <laughs> as a professional athlete? Hey. That you look back at, he, he you look back and say, what, what was that, dog? What did I say? You you said you had a Porsche oh, 911. Oh, yeah, I told you that story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when I wasn't going to pick up for the store. Well, right, I, don't really, right. I don't really spend my money. Everything I got nice, someone else got it for me, to be honest. But it was this one time I was on a date, and I bought this $200 fish, and that made me so angry. Because the way the waitress, Explain. it was like, uh, 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 you should get this, this, that, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. This happened in Salt Park on the Came beach. out, yep. <laughs> big, big fish. I'm like, cool. It was all right. It wasn't even all that. Bill came out. The fish itself was two hundred. I said, "What? what? You didn't tell me this." But I was, I was upset. I was livid. I ain't gonna lie to you. The fish itself. I could have ate for a month off two hundred dollars. Like, like I hate. Don't you hate when the sides? What you mean the sides is extra? I'm used to. Here's where you know you go to an expensive restaurant when the sides is not included. When the sides, when them Brussels sprouts is like. They're like, yeah, this is shareable size. No, it's not. First of all, we don't share. <laughs> Second of all, the brush brush should not be 55 bucks. What the hell are we doing here? Jason, that that's why I make these dudes. See, I'm the youngest. That's that's how that's how spare airlines do you. <laughs> we already <laughs> we talked about spare. Oh, don't even get us started. Oh, you know, they came out with a, a poll that spirit was rated top two under Delta. I seen it yesterday. Yes. on Twitter. Who's so, voting on this? I, I, I don't have know. No I saw that on Twitter too. I have no clue how. I'm telling you, when you look in the flight, is twenty two dollars. The bag. And by the time you check two bags in you and buy a water, it's five hundred oh, fifty dollars. One way. Breathe, it's seventy five dollars for yeah. the oxygen. Facts. Yeah, they. they and they, they make did. you open the window like before you land. They be like, "Oh, can you please pull the window up?" And they did I've never wrong. understood why why they do that. But I guess I, I have no clue. Boogie, what's the what's the what's the dumbest thing you done bought? You know, you done had you done bought something dumb. You didn't bought something that it was just unacceptable. But Nuggets, why we didn't put this question in the They <laughs> wasn't. It's all off the top. So this, is, this is a G. Bush special. This is I special. had nothing to do with this. I, I really, know. I'm trying to think something that's stupid. Nothing? Nothing. I think I tried like some $100 golden wings. I guess that would be, yeah. Oh, Bro, that's, yeah. That, that, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's way up I, here. Yeah. That actually goes to the top of, tell me about these $100 gold wings. I seen two chains eat some gold wings one yeah, time. I think it's um it was a presentation that that sold it. Um, Did it taste different? Um, I, I mean, it looked like gold dust after I got done. Right, for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um I just seen somebody else get it, and then I um I like wings, and I was like, I guess I'll try them, but uh I didn't look at the price, so it was just like that's what they're known for. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the place, and I ordered them, but then when I seen the bill, it was the wings that 
I thought it was the added gratuity on there. That was without a tip. The wings was $100. So I feel like that was the most dumbest thing I mm. probably spent money on. These dudes in a $100 wings. Food. Both of them. Yeah, food. food. Hey, hey food, listen right? here. That's better than a car. It is. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> Jason's dumbest purchase was the car, too. No, my dumbest purchase was a timeshare. That was oh, you a timeshare? Hey, no. Hey, hey. Here, first of all, Where's that? that's worse than a car, right? I said, <laughs> I, I said that. I, the, 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 the dumbest, well, <laughs> well, I, I did a lot of dumb stuff. Like, the dumbest purchase I had was, like, I canceled a wedding just because I was petty. And it, and it cost me, like, that's true. Twenty four thousand. It's like you know what you acting up today. I ain't get married, and it cost me twenty four thousand on a date. Or what? like three weeks before the wedding, had to call all my people and tell them they they had flights. And then we, I still ended up getting married. And then I had to pay all them people flights. Oh, you back. a different oh, breed. Yeah, man. all them flights. You a different breed. You yeah. canceled the wedding three weeks before and still got married. Yeah, like and then how you pull that off? That's why you be stressed coming up here. I know she, <laughs> I know she hang that over your head every time you piss her off. No, we got divorced. Uh, it was, that was 18 months later. That, that, and that, that was out of here. Was and then one. while we was there on the second wedding, we bought a timeshare. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. My timeshare. Wait, wait, wait. The oh second, wait, wait, second wedding to the same. My God. Same person? Yeah, yeah. What? So you canceled the wedding, end up getting married, and then y'all got divorced and got married again? No, 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 no. We ain't getting divorced. We well, didn't get married again. It's like again. a 30-minute story. That's oh like, yeah, don't get them started. Don't get them started. Please don't get them started. But I'm interested. But the no, time share. You gotta have like a lifetime. You gotta have a lot of time. You gotta sit down. You have a lot of time with it. Get some lunch. I did buy that timeshare, and Jason will tell you that damn timeshare. Like they made it seem so good, and I just now, by the way, if you get divorced. You still got to pay that, so I ended up getting the timeshare and the divorce, and then had to pay it off. I got out of it, but it was brutal. Oh, oh, oh no! It, oh no! Th these guys are like, th these guys are like loan sharks. They're like, you, you, you will do something. I had to pay like five thousand to give it to sell it back to them. Oh, it was, it was. I, we got ours in Vegas. We weren't even married yet. My wife and I weren't even married yet. We were just dating, and I was up like. Eight hundred dollars on the trip, Feeling and I came good. home down fifteen grand because we bought a timeshare. And, and that's what it was. And like, then I got out of it, and then I had to go back in the place and like give them all this money to get out of it. And like, and you see all these other sheep in there, and they're doing the sales oh, pitches. Oh. And I'm like walking through there, going, "Don't do it! Don't do it! It's the worst thing you can the, do." The free tickets to the Bellagio. It ain't, it, worth, it ain't it. worth it. Don't yeah. do. Never go. And let them tell you that's an investment that is not. I don't know who's worse, the timeshare people are like the people with the little booths in the mall. I just keep my head down and keep. Oh, the yeah, kiosk people. Yeah, they be getting me every that, time. It, it, <laughs> back in the day, and, and they guilt trip you too. They look at you, you look at them, they look, dun, 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 and the eyes are big. And see, they always keep the nice, cute girls in the kiosk, and they be like, "Hey, sir, do you want to? <laughs> you don't? You want to motorize?" And they always got a deal that yeah, just yeah. sounds cra a crazy deal. I'm like, I'm 40. I don't need no motorized helicopter. I'm like, sure, give me three. <laughs> do you take cash or credit? Yeah, like, that was stupid. Yeah, back in the day. See, Brad, I, he that has Brad has that thing. You know, he got the he he the grumpy old dude. He has no soliciting. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Brad don't buy Girl Scout cookies. Hey, yeah. <laughs> he don't buy candy bars for the youth. He like, listen, I'm gonna give you some. Look advice. how he looking at you. Look how he looking at. <laughs> That's his face as you trying to sell him on why you should. Hey, you trying to buy some of these cookies? No, <laughs> I don't eat cookies. I don't eat none of that. <laughs> you can't get a dollar out of him. And huh? you shouldn't. You shouldn't be eating them neither. <laughs> That's why you big. <laughs> 
that's look, that's what be going down, man. What we got, Mr. Nuggets? So we're gonna do final takes. I didn't know if Darius was gonna stick around with Darius. I'll explain what final takes are. Uh, he ain't going nowhere. He here. Then you're sticking around for final takes. So yeah, what final is. takes are is each person gets 60 seconds, one on one with the camera, to give us whatever's on your mind. It could be sports, oh. food. Whatever you want, we'll start with Brad. We'll go down the line. Why you start with me? He just made him give yeah. one. <laughs> you got something? I don't know. This Brad's up first, though. All right, let's go to the final takes here, man. I'm gonna go back to the topic at hand today. I like. I mean, people are really disturbed about these Cavaliers. Oh, they are. Oh my God! I had to hear a mouthful in the gym last night. <laughs> they be catching you. I was like, relax. Play the long game here. Everybody don't panic. Remember how tough it was here post LeBron, right? You you made a step forward, took some steps back in the last series. The question now is what will you do between the end of the playoff run and the start of the season next year to put yourself in a better position, right? Now, I know all the, the, the response from the Cavaliers has been status quo, leave it the same. That's the response you're going to get. I don't care if you're in Chicago, L.A. That's all they're going to tell you, right? The proof will be in the pudding. Relax. We got some adjustments to make. I know that they know that. I'm expecting that to happen, right? Just because the nature of this business as I know it. But if you thought, anybody out here that thought that they were going to walk to a podium and tell you that everything that went wrong, they're going to address everything that went wrong, he was leaving, they were leaving, this, oh, that's not going to happen there. It's not, right? And the other thing out here is, let me just be clear to you. J.B. Bickerstaff is going nowhere. Stop it, right? 51 wins in a season brings him back again. Relax. Long run, long run. That's what we're doing here, long run. Stop it. Now I can go back to the gym and work out in peace. <laughs> Boogie, you're up next. Here we go. Lakers in six. The oh. Lakers will knock out the sorry Golden State Warriors. Um, L.A. versus everybody. Anthony Davis will have an amazing series. LeBron James will continue to show you why he is still one of the top three greatest players in the NBA. The Pittsburgh Marlins have the best defense in the USFL. Wow. Um, the next time the Pittsburgh Marlins play the New Jersey Generals, star running back Darius Victor will not run over anybody on our team like he did. <laughs> What else do we have? Um, pineapple does not go on pizza. Um, <laughs> I am an all-flats guy. I do not like drums. <laughs> oh, what else we got here? Um, don't be surprised if the Philadelphia 76ers upset the Boston Celtics. That win last night was huge without Joel Embiid. I expect him to come back game three in Philadelphia, and they, they um, will take over home court advantage. And Cavalier fans, just take it easy. Give Donovan Mitchell one more year. With this squad, and before you just already ready to ship them off, so that's my final take from what Boogie. See y'all. See y'all next week. We play each other. I think the last game of the season. Week I believe ten. week ten. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Darius, you're up. Um. Okay. Uh, I just threw a bunch of random stuff out there. I think uh, draft, draft, draft week weekend just just happened. Uh, for all the guys that didn't get drafted, didn't get signed, keep your head up, man. Control what you can control. Don't let anyone uh, put a title on your worth. Uh, just stay ready for your opportunity. And if it's not supposed to happen, it will happen. And if it's not, probably not in God's plan. But 
also don't ever stay too long away from what you love whether it's usfl xfl semi-pro indoor if you love playing football i say you chase it for as long as possible uh, if not you know move on to something else you had a great run uh also forrest gump is the third greatest human being to walk this earth jesus my children as a whole when i have them then forrest gump uh he's done everything uh candy crush is for all ages not just old people i love candy crush and uh pittsburgh maulers will not beat the new jersey generals uh a man can hope jesus. i mean uh i don't think so um what else what else is there you guys in Cleveland should learn how to drive in the rain because it rains all the Facts. time, so you should really be used to it. Um, what else is there? I, I'm a, well, I'm just, just out flats, drums, whatever it is, it's not too big. Uh, I'm just, beggars can't be choosers. Pause, yeah. Oh, pause, no, chill out. Um, <laughs> what else is there? Uh, yeah, man, just everyone have a great day, man. I love you guys. There it is. Uh, all right, I don't have a final take. I got to tell you a funny story, though, about last night. I uh, <laughs> took the family to see Air. Had been wanting to see it. It was a rare night where we didn't have anything to do. So my 12-year-old son, AJ, took him, my wife, and two of his friends uh, to see it. And yesterday morning, Earl had called me and said he was doing radio last night. And would I come on? I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And, I mean, again, I've, I literally I do have ADD. I just don't do anything about it. So he told me 9.20, I'm like, yeah, I got it. Well, as soon as we hung up the phone, I totally forgot about 9.20. So the movie starts at 7.30, sit in the theater at like 9.23, my phone rings, I'm like, man, who's calling? Why is the radio station? Oh, oh no. Dang. So I missed the last 15 minutes to air last night because I got up out of the theater, walked out of the theater and did a radio hit with Earl and then got yelled at for it <laughs> by my wife. She comes out, she's like, what are you doing? Who are you on the phone with? Where are the boys? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to do radio. So the boys are in the, like, this is the middle of the radio. I'm like, yeah. boys are in the bathroom. And, and I was talking to Earl before the show, and he's telling his co-host, we got a rap band. This man's in trouble. We got to get him out of here. <laughs> so if anyone wants to tell me how air ends, it was a great movie. The boys loved it because they heard the F word more times in two hours than they've heard in 12 years on this planet. Oh, and there's a couple funny lines show. in there and, and they just had a great time. So, but now I, I mean, I kind of know how it ends. Michael went on to a great career in, with Nike, but I missed the last 15 minutes of air because I did Earl's radio show. That's G, you get 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, man, this is why this is the greatest show to ever live uh, because we bring people off the street. We bring people from all different walks of life. We got two dudes from the USFL and they come in and we talk regular. See, a lot of y'all can't do this, man. Y'all be on the radio. Y'all be like, we have to prognosticate about what's <laughs> going on with the Browns. Two picks, 35 and 62. Call me, 216. Nobody's trying to hear that no more. See, if you don't really, you can't kick it. You can't bring your people in. We got them from all different walks of life. And that's why the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is a phenomenon. It's a natural force of power. And we're going to keep going. We have, we almost up to our year anniversary, and people thought we would never make it, but we did. Sorry for you. Overtime. See you in a sec.